0: And now live from Milburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bolverdy Road. Here's your host, Milton Blake. Good afternoon. Welcome to Milberger's
1: Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The Answer, Milton Blake, along with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons, and we're ready to talk gardening with you at 210 308 8867. Or better yet, like so many folks, come on out here to Milberger's today. And uh, visit with us in person. Bring your plant question. Even bring your plant if you can.
2: <laughs> he's,
1: he's full of energy,
2: isn't he? Dan? Yeah, it'll go uh-oh, away. I,
1: I got a little caffeine in me. I'm uh-oh. ready to will that'll, that'll end.
3: And guess what else I can get out here? What? It's cookies. Oh, Boy, that's right. Boy Scout, they do cookies. They don't do, don't no, they? they do popcorn. Oh, popcorn. That's right. Okay.
1: uh we may have a question coming up. I or or she's just got a pet branch. <laughs> All right. Let's see what she's got. Did you have a question? Can we ask it on the air?
3: I hope you do. Oh, it's easy. Drama. Come on. You'll, you'll
1: do great. Drama. Yeah. Come with her. Grab the microphone there. You'll be on the air. These guys will be able to hear you. Otherwise, they're just making stuff up. Here. Come on up. You do not have to give your yes, name. Yes, you do. I no, you have don't. have to take a picture of you. No, you don't have to do anything. <laughs> we'll, make, we'll make up a name. Who do you want to be? <laughs> really?
4: Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
2: no.
1: Oh, great. You threw her right under the bus, didn't you? All right. are we wondering what that is go, or? Ahead, go ahead Cindy what you got
5: okay so you know the freeze killed off a lot of my shrubs yeah and um, I'm trying to replace them and I don't know what it is now this so we took this off of it but there's also some red uh, leaves that grow as well um, you don't see it. Is it here.
3: a shrub, is it a, a small shrub or a large,
5: yeah, it, it grows about, well, we trim it back, yeah you know, but it can get pretty
3: high. And it has red foliage mm-hmm. comes out on
5: mm-hmm. it? No blooms, but uh, yeah. red and green leaves. It's leaps. not a red tip photinia. It's right? not, a, it's red not a red tip photinia, fo- t- 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 no. Oh. On the app that I have, it says it's an Indian hawthorn, but you say it's they've not never a, It's not an Indian hawthorn. Um, so, I don't know what that looks like to you. <laughs> I don't know if that's going to help you.
2: Well, it looks like a lot of things when it's
5: <laughs> really that
2: situation, those yeah.
3: those Really? Uh, those uh, notches along the leaf why, why? should tell us what it is, but I don't know. Why? Why?
2: Yeah. Why are you sure it's not an Indian hawthorn?
5: Because we bought some Indian hawthorns and brought them right next to them; they look completely different. Oh, and the Indian hawthorn blooms those pink flowers, and this one does not.
2: Well, no, yes. you know, there's lots of different Indian hawthorns. There's oh, a, if you you know back when the yeah uh, the there's botanical a combi- center planted all those, yeah. there's some of them that are huge and different. There.
5: So you think this could be a variation? Well, I'm. T- I,
2: I, uh, the minute you mentioned Indian hawthorn, it I, I looked to me a little bit mm-hmm. like it. Not not the low ones, but That's the, the one, one
5: I'm thinking of, yeah. yeah. So we ended up getting some that, because you're right, the leaf is similar, but once you put it next to it, you could tell it was different. Oh, you're did you find it? Of a copper one, but most of theirs don't have any kind of color tip oh, at all. Oh, look, that's a good it picture. Do you it, see that?
2: Is that it normally? it yeah, looks like, the, uh, what is that related for tinea?
5: Yeah. But you don't get right red, red sprigs when it's green. No,
3: but there's,
2: there's a... Uh, uh, the
3: one that's resistant to... Uh,
2: yeah, that's it. It, much easier to grow in terms yeah, well, of... Hold uh, on. Let me Google for 10 you. <laughs> uh, what is What in the world is that called? I'm going to see
5: if red. I have a big, bigger... Picture.
2: Now, did this one get uh, hurt in the, f- f- the February freezes? Yes,
5: and it's grown back. So uh-huh. maybe it looks the leaves do look a little wimpy
2: on this one. but but it but it, show, it uh, shows some red on it, right?
5: No, it tends to have red in the leaves for
2: sure. Well, I'm uh, if I was forced, I would go with that uh, that uh, related Photinia. Yeah, the one that
3: doesn't get uh, yeah, it's
2: not sick. Not, uh, not a sensi- sensitive to the fungal diseases right. or the iron chlorosis. It's a it, good plant. Yeah. yeah,
5: no, it's hardy. I mean, we had yeah. it for years. It did very it's well. Not, it's
2: not yeah. real showy, but it, get, it does get some blooms on it.
1: And it's a native fotinia? Well. Oh, no. I thought you said that. I'm sorry.
2: I don't know. I'm not what? sure it's native, but it's, uh, okay. it's Tough.
3: Yeah, yeah, Greg Greg was trying to cross and did cross that one, that fotinia with uh, red tips, trying to get some resistance. Uh-huh. And he, he got some pretty good crosses, and he was working for a, a, a color Lone Star, and they didn't water him one weekend. Oh, no. Killed all his seeds.
2: Oh, no. So, but, can you uh, That's yeah. why
3: he always <laughs> let me take him when he got the cross. Have,
2: have you got a, uh... Have you thought of what that fotini, that other footinia is? Let's see. You know, we got, we're talking about the... Um, it's not the red tip, but, uh...
5: I know which one you're
1: talking. About. Yeah. I
3: know which
2: one you're talking about. Yeah, it's yeah. not that one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, it, one of our, uh, some of our listeners will yeah, know for sure. I
3: don't think it has an Indian name. Like,
1: there's red tip fatinia, Japanese fatinia, yeah. fatinia Sarah. It to, might be to, Japanese. To to sure. uh, it's a
3: wonder the Japanese didn't raise hell when they called their Indian fatinia. I don't know. What you're uh, Japanese. About. I don't Petunia. get us in trouble. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. You know. yeah. Just, 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 just relax. Seratina? Was uh, it Comanche? Uh,
3: uh, what?
2: Comanche patenia. No. What are the other names? That, that,
1: okay, what? Integrifolia. Patinia, fit, Integrifolia. Patinia stenophylla. Well, people are listening, going, "Oh, stop him! He's butchering these."
5: <laughs> and
1: Sarah,
2: Saratina,
1: Saratifolia. No, there was patina. Like
5: there it is in the back. Okay. Can you see that? See how full and big that gets?
1: Oh, here, show yeah, me. Yeah, that.
2: that's a, That's so. That's lush new growth. That's a little that hard, is growth. hard. Yeah. Hard. Yeah. Hmm. Sarah, what is what is the red kifatina Latin? Is it Saratina? I have no idea.
1: Okay, hold on. I'll look for that. <laughs>
3: but anyway.
1: Okay. Well, does that help you a little bit?
2: Well, uh, you want to leave a- your. You want to leave a phone number, and uh, to, if you're not listening to the show, we'll call at the. We'll call at the end
4: and. Yeah, we'll what leave they thought a it was.
1: Okay. Calvin will call you. Yeah, you got something you don't want to ride my- on. <laughs> oh, you got yeah we will so if, if our description uh if you're going oh i know what that is so just you want to grab the mic one more second describe it one more time what it looked like before it froze when it before it froze yeah, it was a big oh, before shrub. it froze Huge so shrub. just
5: a really nice big green leaf it has red hints in it and it's a big shrub it fills in beautifully okay um and you can you can shape it
1: um, yeah. how much sun
2: did it get
5: um, It got quite a bit of sun. Okay. Yeah, quite a bit of sun.
2: How but, tall? But it does pretty. It does. It don't. And it we, does well without a lot of sun. So okay.
1: Bad. All right. Well, Calvin's on the case.
5: Okay. Thank you. Cool.
1: What do you need to give him? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, one. All right. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Sure, that 8- wasn't Apache. Eighty eight sixty seven. I did not see an Apache fitinia. You don't know. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Cherokee. No. Eight two one eight six six three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Don't forget the number. the number, man. Which number? Even
3: the, if I'm pounding Eighty eight sixty seven.
1: All right. Now, now I have a question. Someone asked me yesterday. Oh. Here's the scenario.
3: What in the hell did they ask you for?
1: Uh, because I think they figured I'd probably ask y'all. Oh. Okay. Here's what we've got. We've got a yard w- with deer, Calvin. Yeah. Um, yeah. That has a big oak those in Those
2: are those animals that eat things, right? Yeah, apparently yeah, so.
1: Yeah. you you got to be careful when, with those, yeah. Uh, they have a big oak tree. Yeah. And they want to plant something under it that the deer won't eat, that they can enjoy, and they're looking for a perennial, and they have a Jack Russell Terrier mix. All right. Yeah, I thought you'd like that part.
2: <laughs> well, you know, the thing that comes to my mind are... Uh, there's the, those variations of uh, uh, red buds? No, the red buds are old, the, uh, Arthur, oh, that you're
5: uh, uh That uh, native that native
4: uh,
2: plant, Hawthorne? No. no, gosh, it was right on it. It's terrible to be getting old like this. <laughs> uh, it's, one, it's one that I, I had in my yard. It got uh, killed. Not
1: the bobine
2: no the no thira- killed Theralis? killed by the fe- fe- february di- killed back and then it k- kind of fought it's fighting its way now uh vi- viburnum, oh, viburnum? viburnum. Okay. yeah and there's three or four different viburnums a lot of different sizes yeah, yeah. now it's kind of the the thing about viburnum versus nandina nandina they they sometimes eat the viburnum they don't seem to ever oh, eat, do we eat have it.
1: maybe trace can help us on that too so viburnum, and then... Um,
2: a lot, lots of versions do, of viburnum.
1: Do butterfly like viburnum? Because I forgot that was another thing they were hoping to get, is more butterflies to
2: their yard. Um, It's not. No, nah, it's, nah, it's bloom. It's bloom as in the spring. It's real. Oh. Sh- it's attractive. It's got some berries. The birds like it, but it's short. Okay. Short term.
1: And do, But deer do not like it. Deer do not seem to Oh, good. Okay, it. that might be good.
2: Is that uh, a, is that, that f- uh, c- cousin, that fotinia cousin? uh s-
1: yeah, if
6: it's
2: those it are serrated leaves serratina
3: trace uh, is
6: looking at it right a chinese fotina that's, that's, that's it that's it where is she i remember <laughs> having bigger serrations like ho- uh, this holly is looking
2: this is new growth yeah okay. it's got this froze back and then it's coming back so, so gangbusters
6: this, is it possible yes but it doesn't remind me of 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 as much serration as the... the uh, she said it a little game. bit
1: of red in it when it is doing well. It froze down. This is the new growth.
2: So what do you... You got something that it reminds you of?
6: No. Okay. It reminds me of a viburnum. Okay. So oh, stick, really? I was just with, talking about that. A, I know. <laughs> I'm going to stick with a viburnum.
1: Okay. So you say viburnum.
2: Yeah, I might. Then look... Then look. And look a lot like my viburnum, but uh, well, but there's a whole bunch of different versions.
1: Okay,
6: all you, right. Did they say anything about what color the bloom was?
1: They said it had. It's never bloomed. Okay. They've got Indian hawthorn next to it, and it does bloom, so they don't think it's Indian hawthorn.
2: They they identified it originally as Indian hawthorn, but that uh, the, the that Indian hawthorn that gets they had at the botanical garden it gets so tall there's a
6: there's a majestic hawthorn that gets yeah massive. Yeah uh, Is co- that copper tone loquat would have a similar look, but they both bloom.
2: Hmm. Well this one could could have bloomed but it's been in the midst of been frozen, frozen back. back and trying to survive from those February freezes.
3: I thought it was that Comanche footing.
2: You're just making this up now. <laughs> you uh All right. So you think it might be a viburnum?
6: Just by, if, if you hadn't asked me and put it in front of me, I would have said some kind of viburnum. Oh, where
1: did she go? Did she leave already? Yeah. Well, let's... Okay. Um, hey, Trace. Hello, sir. How are you?
6: I am good.
1: Good. It's a nice day out here. It's a beautiful day. Yeah. <laughs> We're enjoying it. Got a little bitty beer breeze, but it feels nice. Not too hot. Did you all get some rain? Uh, today. Uh, no, no, not today. Just a couple, couple days ago. Yeah, during the week.
6: The creek looked like a river in Colorado earlier in the week. Oh my wow. gosh! Did it really? It did.
1: Oh, that's wonderful. For about two or three hours. Okay. Well, that's good. Jerry, Jer, Jerry's not living life correctly because Calvin got an inch and a half. You got creek running over. Jerry got, <laughs> Jerry got enough to create some algae. Didn't wash his car. And, uh, yeah. Did you leave the windows open? Uh, no.
7: Oh, well, not no at wonder the house. You, you didn't get any rain. <laughs> not at the house. <laughs>
3: i so just do that over here.
1: We're going to play some celebratory songs because we're happy we got some rain. <laughs> I'm even happy I have to mow the lawn now.
3: I brought, I brought the uh, drought you monitor.
6: Can, you know, you can always come and mow mine, and I won't complain. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I'm not sure I'm that I'll happy. I'll even loan you the lawnmower and the gas. Yeah. Okay. He might oh, kill yeah. it.
3: He might kill it. Yeah, you don't want me
6: to cut the lawn. It's uh, I run <laughs> over everything. I, there's nothing that you can run got, over.
2: We got enough rain at the... Uh, uh, the, some of the winter weeds have started but the uh, san augustine uh, grass some of it is even yeah started perked after. up yeah, yeah perked up a lot that's what we have
1: and it's yeah. it's it's happier in fact you can go through the neighborhood and it's not it's nowhere near all back but you can see lawns that were basically brown. Tan, tan and brown before <laughs> and now they've got green uh, spotches growing in it and it's trying it's 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 trying
2: well and then this next week
6: looks like it's
2: yeah, next back
1: th- up to fifty percent. Yeah, let me get some weather forecasts. <laughs> so,
6: so in y'all's mind, yes, it's cooling off and it's raining. Should they be doing their pre-emergent now? Oh, or should they be waiting?
2: I would, I think uh, I would go. I tried to. I think it's a real speculation because if you've got <laughs> like uh, the lawns in our some of them in our neighborhood, there was no nothing green there. It was just but, bare bare ground. Yeah, and we were. Jerry and I, when we were debating this, we were thinking, well, that those uh, winter—it's we- going to be a, f- a race between those winter weeds and the turfgrass varieties. If San Augustine grass might be dead, but uh, when that rain came, and, and that's what it was, both of them are kind of coming up. So I, <laughs> I, I think I would go ahead and put the pre-emergent down, especially if you have
6: the better to be too early than too late.
2: Yeah, because it's going to be it's. It started already. The winter weeds. So, yes.
6: Yeah. One,
3: the
2: one thing that lasts,
3: though, that permergent will uh, last quite a quite a long time. Give
2: so so you protection for a long. So you still get. You'll probably get two weeks of germination at least. And okay. then after that, that'll have some impact.
1: Okay. You need. You're. You're in the splash zone right there, Trace. You may need to cover up and move. When I say that, there's a 20% chance of rain. Today, after 1 o'clock.
3: Yay! What?
1: Not, <laughs> what have you done with Jerry? Thank you. That's what Just in
6: Jerry's vehicle. That's yes, uh, right. Did you leave your
1: windows down? Yes, I did. Okay, good. On Monday, it goes to a 40% chance. Monday night, 40. Tuesday, say, oh, 60% chance on Tuesday. Uh, <laughs> and then 40 back on Tuesday night, 50 on Wednesday uh, okay, and then so there's there's no less than a thirty percent chance of rain any day, or night, after Monday.
3: So that's pretty sure that we're going to get it
2: rain, right? Well, the paper. Yeah, I'm thinking. The paper had fifty uh, percent. Did it start, started on Tuesday? Okay, f- yeah. Fifty percent for five days in a row. Oh, really? Well, okay. Right.
1: Somewhere we'll we'll just see what happens, and then we'll know which to, who to believe. There you go. Um but anyway we cut you off. What what else was uh Uh oh, where are you going? Uh oh. I don't know what that means. Drum roll. Oh 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 we need a drum roll. <laughs> Al, tell us
6: Alright, so we got something special in again. Oh cool. So we we've talked about this one before a few years back and uh I did discuss with uh, David Rodriguez because we gave him one to plant, I think, at the botanical garden. And I was asking him, did it live through Snowmageddon? Yeah. And his answer was yes. Oh. So this is a vitex. Okay. So it's uh, you know up to a 15-foot little blooming tree. Blooms as much, if not more, than a crepe myrtle. I like our vitex. Uh, it's a purplish color. But this one is unique. It has purple hue to the foliage. Oh, really?
1: Oh, is that it right there? That's,
6: that's it right there. Oh,
1: that's interesting.
6: Hmm. So that's uh, it was tr- it was the plant of the weekend, maybe four or five years ago. But I I questioned whether or not they were still if they made it through, and okay. if it made it through Snowmageddon, uh, it, it's it ought to be planted everywhere.
1: Very cool. So, what is it now? It's a vitex. It's a vitex. It doesn't look like a traditional vitex.
6: It's it's a little different coloration in the in the bloom. It's a, yeah. little, it's a little lighter than your normal purple, but the foliage it's, makes up for that.
1: Yeah, and it's pretty. It's a it's a delicate color. Uh, that's how I describe it. Cool. Okay, so is this the plant of the weekend? 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 Uh,
6: well, there's five. So plant, this of, is the, plant of the moment. The Saturday, maybe in the maybe Sunday. Sunday. So the actual name of it. Yeah, I get ready to Google this, people, so you can see what it looks like. I'm gonna yes. do the same. Fascination purple. So fascination. type
1: type in vitex fascination purple. All right, I'm typing that in. Yeah, so it comes up. To my knowledge,
6: there's only one growing operation.
1: Okay. Growing. Oh, wow. There's a, there's, ooh, man. Okay, yeah. Look at, look at, go look online for this.
6: So, I think this should be in a running for a Texas superstar in the next couple of years.
3: Okay.
1: That's good. Now you're talking to someone who, you know, has some say in that, David. Might have some say-so. I don't know. Do you have any say-so? No. I was thinking David. (laughs) I'm sure David's
6: listening. That, yeah,
1: David.
2: What the heck? What's the attitude Jerry went in when there's only one supplier? I mean, does that still get status? Well, well we don't.
3: It? We don't like it, but uh, the the one the problem that we a lot of times have, if it's patented it's by not. one variety, one grower, that's that's because A and M doesn't like to, uh, <laughs> you know, not like to put put. It some that one part one grower has
6: they don't want all their eggs in one basket that's well, right and i think
2: we've in past years so occasionally we passed up uh when when the supplier the supply was not large enough oh yeah
6: but if he tells the growing operations it's going to be a texas superstar in the next three years then people will start to build up the numbers maybe so and it can't be very hard to propagate
1: no. Oh, Vitex is easy to propagate. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we have five. We have five. Purple Fantasia. Yeah,
6: I could get more, but I wanted to. All right. Test so, the waters.
1: So you you if, if this is something that you're looking for, you need to get here now, or uh, do it. Two of our thing, or one, at least one of our people last week did, which was they called in. Two of them did, and had to put aside.
6: No, actually, are right. One called in and one, one showed up. And one
1: showed up. And that's 210-497-3760. They'll grab one for you. They'll put it away where no one else will get it and wait for you to come in. How quickly do they have to come in?
6: A couple days? Just tell the cashier.
1: Oh, tell the cashier when you're when coming you're in? When you're coming. Okay.
6: And I'm assuming we had another pickup because the other one's gone. Yeah. I not see it anywhere, so. 210
1: 497 yeah, just call and tell. And that's the Purple Fantasia Vitex. Look it up online. It's very cool.
6: I, I guess I needed to go tell the cashiers now. Okay, well, we'll <laughs> take a
1: break while you talk to the cashiers. 210 308 8867 is our number 210 308 8867. More of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up. Live from Milberger's Landscaping and Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. This is 9 30 a.m. The Answer. Welcome back to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas, as we're celebrating last week's rain. Feeling joyful about it. So, I know poor Jerry didn't get anything. I'm
3: not saying anything.
1: I know. I don't know why. I'm you just didn't get happy
3: that. for those who have got a who cu- did. We couple, should, of, couple of inches. Even.
1: Yeah, we need to have our rain rangers call in with the uh, rain reports from last week. Yeah, Between but, Monday, well, Sunday. Did it rain Sunday?
2: I can't. I don't think I don't so. Think I think so. it was Monday through. through. Like. Wednesday or i one? think wilson county got a little bit on wilson county got Sun- rain sunday of course you don't you don't want to get as much rain as fort worth got though. <laughs> Oh no
1: no oh there they are that's uh that's her friend if you want to tell them about the uh no
2: okay i want to say i don't want to complicate complicate the story okay. anymore
1: all right mm-hmm. 210-308-8867 210-308-8867. Toll free. 866-308-8867.
3: Calvin's writing a good article in the day about getting ready for a fall garden. Yeah. And uh, what to plant. And uh, we've got, <laughs> I, I saw I saw somebody, you know, I've been trying to get people to move these. Uh, peppers. Uh, La Joes out, peppers and and getting them to uh, take the peppers off. And uh, I, uh, we switched the strategy to say, tell people. Yeah, you can eat them. Well, yeah, you eat, eat, uh, eat the peppers when you first get them before you plant the plant. And then you'll know how hot it uh, is or how, how it tastes. Well, I, I pep- changed my strategy. There was a little, big, little girl. Oh, walking no. out with one of those peppers in her hand, with one red pepper in the top of that plant, she didn't care how the plant looked. She had that one red pepper. No, so in the she top. wanted the... Yeah. So she. So maybe I ought to go out and pick all the ones that are not in the top of the plant and the people above.
4: Oh,
1: no, I don't know.
3: But anyway, uh, we also have some tomatoes left.
1: Yeah, where are they? At,
3: right in front of us.
1: Oh, inch. Yeah. Oh, there's some one gallons too. Do, Do we? good
3: right there. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and the, 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 not a lot of plants, but the selection's still pretty good. good. Yeah. Red deuce, Phoenix. <laughs> uh, oh, our red snappers and the uh, a few of the rodeo tomato, and uh, let's see, we said Phoenix. Did you say tycoon? I didn't say tycoon. There's some tycoons there?
3: I imagine. Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> I don't remember. They've been
3: keeping a good supply of tycoons there. Uh, okay.
2: Now on these four and a half
3: inch, uh, we're, we're at that, br- that point, where we do, do we tell people to lay them down in a row, you know four or five, four inches up on, on the stem. The plants are big. Or do we do like my old grandma used to do, and I use a post hole digger and plant them deep? Plant them deep.
2: Mm. I was thinking of a kind of a compromise. <laughs> if the if the weather stay, the, the, you know, the highs stay at a ninety five or below, yeah, and you planted them just as deep as it's easy to plant them mm-hmm. in your normal way, you plant them better. I think these these guys won't do all right.
3: Yeah. Either way. Yeah. But uh, remember, uh, you got to water them real good, plant that deep, because they, they they can't they can't be without moisture I was, on that root ball.
2: I was going to mention our the inch and a half we got; it's stayed uh, wet for two two days now, which is ama- amazing. Oh yeah, it doesn't sound like much, but it's yeah. certainly different than the last three months. Yeah,
3: I'm looking at the drought monitor. We're still, we're dead in the middle of the extreme, exceptional drought, excuse me. And so those of who didn't get any rain or just maybe a quarter of an inch, uh, you're still in a drought, still in a drought. So you got to slow water uh, those plants, especially the newly established plants. And if you don't you're gonna be calling us asking us why is your shrub that you just bought
2: died. Uh you know, another or, and a tree. Um, I haven't still haven't seen monarchs. But yeah. uh you so you got still have time to uh, uh plant some uh nectar uh sources there for the the fall mi- migrants. And also but we what we do see is lots of the other uh, butterflies in the san antonio area what did we see we saw tiger swallowtail black swallowtails uh, we've seen golf fritillaries um, we've seen queens sulfurs sulfur that's what i said yeah so of. they're and we've got here i was just noticing it looks like we got flower, and we got uh lots of a uh, good porter weed both the purple and the red yeah got a lot of red yeah and Uh-oh. then uh there's uh, there's some some of the milkweed left, and uh, what else did we? Do? Of course, we've got the la- the lantana and the salvias, which are uh, sw- in the fall they become <laughs> a pretty uh, re- yeah, really uh, uh, attractive. So do uh, you do right. you,
3: do you think that uh, horse herb red horse herb will continue to bloom? I wish the horse herb. The red one. The porterweed. Uh yeah, porterweed. I'm sorry. Okay.
2: Oh yeah, that'll co- that'll continue to bloom until the cold weather. gets Do you know big. how long, uh, how how many more blooms it'll have? All the way to the top of the. Yeah, but it the, also. But they, they also. It's it's kind of remarkable because the ones I have can also be completely mm-hmm. void of blooms. Yeah. And then the next day there'll be. Yeah. New blooms instead <laughs> start starting at the oh lower huh yeah. It's it's pretty once it's decided it's <laughs> content and they they put up the more spikes too yeah. uh, response to light fertilization yeah so.
3: that red one's
2: pretty yeah that's a nice all right got,
1: you, you had a question can yes, you, can, can, will you ask it on the air with us uh, you got
3: we'll, a split in uh, an old
2: tree all
1: right grab that microphone right there you'll be on the air and these guys will be able to hear you sure. go ahead what you got going on there sure.
7: well I have uh, I think I have genuine tree borers and. Um, let me You don't want my advice, huh? You don't want my advice? <laughs> no, okay. I want somebody's advice on a quick way to kill now
2: him. Now that stem, that are you thinking that cut this
3: way? No,
7: that's the tree is bleeding no. out. Oh, okay. From the tree borer going in. So
2: there's
3: a, that's an oak, is not it?
7: Yes, sir. It is an oak.
3: We usually don't think about it. It's yeah. going to
7: be a dead oak if I don't kill those tree Is that borders. the same mm-hmm.
3: thing I had? That was that kind of
1: stress thing that Mark talked about. That yeah, it was. It was. That's what I was first
7: thinking yeah. when I saw it. Now, what I if I catch them quickly enough, I take um a piece of um, coat hanger. And stab it in there, and if I can get them before they go up into the tree, if they just go into the tree, I can kill them. But I think I missed the vote on that.
3: Do you do you actually see the worm?
7: No, I don't. They're in the tree before I see, well, the tree starts bleeding.
3: Okay, when you when you stick that wire in there, how do you know you're getting them? Because
7: it stops bleeding and the tree is okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's okay. kind of an unscientific way to go about it, but <laughs> but.
2: That's uh, the reason we're kind of hesitant here is it's unusual for an oak tree to be threatened by boar. Really? Like yeah. Really? And even if they even if they live they don't uh it's not a not it's a short-term threat. To the threat tree? No. no.
3: They don't get into no. the Oh, well inside. Then, Great. But I'd keep stabbing them.
7: <laughs> You're doing a good well, job of well, stabbing. Well, you, you got to catch them before they go up into the tree. Right. Yeah. Yes. It, do, so.
3: do you hear them make a noise when you
7: stab them? <laughs> a little scream, but it's there real quiet. You've you got to you have go. good hearing. Okay, yeah. good. So, <laughs> well, if they're not generally a threat to the oak tree, then I'm going to stop worrying.
3: No, yeah. you need to keep stabbing them. Stop, I'll keep stabbing uh, them. <laughs> keeps you out of the house.
7: <laughs> <laughs> keeps me busy. Yeah. yeah. You bet. You bet. Well, okay. Well, thank well, you which, very which much. What you
1: thinking, Calvin? You're staring at that for a while. What else? You?
2: Oh, I was just, I was just t- t- debating between the... Um, the symptom symptom you had uh, versus his and I had
1: a similar symptom where all of a sudden one little spot and just oozing stuff Uh and what they told me and I've heard other people talk about it too is the tree is stressed so it opens up a little wound and it just oozes out but don't worry about it which I didn't worry about it Uh and it went away
7: well, I've had them before, and and I've been able to catch them. There you oh, go. And, uh, with you're that little band. coat hanger. Boy, you
3: may need to start a, a, nah. an outfit.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I you can. You know, maybe you uh, maybe get him hangers. a little for a, go. good price. <laughs> a little You Could just stay right out there and watch? <laughs> That's okay. good. Uh, the, well, the, uh, that, that, that tree, uh, you know, it's hard to tell when you're just looking at a base tongue, but yeah. that, it looks pretty darn healthy. Too. It is. It it is, is do
3: you see... A hole? Yes, an sir. Entrance oh, hole? there's
7: a hole. I can poke into it. Okay. Uh, so I'm, well, I'm, I'm going keep man. doing it. You You're bad. the
3: man. <laughs> okay. Could you make a
7: video of doing I, I, that? I probably could, but I'd I be silly. I your wife would do so, a video. She, she'd laugh She's,
5: a, she's
2: <laughs> disowning <laughs> <you>. on that. <laughs> Thank right.
7: you. Did you have a question?
8: Yes, I Can we ask it on the air? <laughs> See you later.
1: Okay. Welcome, welcome to the show. You're on Hi. the air. How can we help
8: you? Um, I need to s- plant some small trees, and I was... Uh, I don't want them to go more than 15 to 20 feet tall, and I was thinking of a desert willow. I read about it, but I don't know how they grow, how they're suited for this area. Where where are you going to put them in the lawn or in a? In in the lawn, they're in the backyard.
3: Where Uh, in stone oak or? uh,
8: Yeah, it's just stone oak in the back part there. Uh, Okay. okay.
2: Hesitancy I have on on the uh, desert willow. Desert willow, you 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 can't you can't really water it. And so, if you're if you're inclined to water your lawn, yeah, because they they don't react well to the what they're famous for is surviving drought. Okay, and so yeah, that would be a a challenge for it. Now the soil there isn't great, so <laughs> if, if, you know if the soil was real well drained, how yeah. yeah, How's your lawn do?
8: Uh, lawn's doing fine. I I need to thatch it. You know, I've been just mowing the. Yeah, the well, grass clippings in for a while, and, and uh, they're getting well, that, thick. But,
2: but that, you know, that's tough to grow on, and even yeah. all in San Antonio area, and especially in those kind of yeah. rocky places. If uh, you
3: decide on desert willow, you know the variety you want to get.
8: No, I just I just read about it online. It's called and Bubba, and it said it grew the right height that I'm looking Bubba. for. What Bubba? Bubba. Bubba. B U B B. You're really serious. Rubber, serious. You're, the name is. This, yeah, this, uh, I thought it was a joke there for no. no, a <laughs> Paul,
2: Paul Cox identifi- identified it and named it. Yeah. But it's a, it's got a really n- a nice bloom, and yeah. its performance has been yeah. wonderful. Uh, another, uh, the first thing I thought of when you were mentioning that, uh, I kind of like, I've gotten to like that uh, Mexican plum.
8: Mexican plum, yeah, it's yeah, I've uh, heard
2: of it. yeah, yeah, it's 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 pretty tough. It can, it's more tolerant of uh, mm-hmm. being a, a lawn tree or or a hedge or a thicket. Uh, it doesn't it goes, bloom as well as probably does. Oh no, yeah, it's not a not a. It does not show off when you're in a drought weather, like, like right now. This kind of weather. the Oh he, yeah, the bubble would be right showing off. Everybody would.
1: It's, and you see it a lot. I don't know. I wish I knew of a place that I can remember seeing it. But like, in drive-throughs, like in Alaska, Lapa, so oh, at Elaspalapas or Bill yeah. Miller's, yeah, yeah. really tough places. And, and hummingbirds seem to like it too. Did you already oh, yeah. mention that hummingbird
3: butterfly?
4: Yeah.
8: yeah okay, yeah. I'll take a. Lo- I'll take a look at those. Yeah. Any others you, you recommend? You, you were talking about the ViTech. Yeah, is that that more of a bush than a tree, or it It it
2: wants to be a bush? But (laughs) but it can. uh, Some people have trained it to be a a pretty nice-looking small tree. Another one, um, uh, the one that blooms real early and has the fruit. It's Japanese. It's a Japanese plum. Loquat. loquat. loquat, Yeah. Yeah. Now it's a little larger. That's nasty. Drops out
3: of that fruit on
8: Yeah, I'm I'm a little leery of fruit trees, because unless I harvest them, they tend to make a mess usually. Yeah, see, they're nasty. Yeah, and they bring these big wasps around or whatever they are, I don't know.
3: Yeah, they kill you, they kill you. did that to my fig trees there for a (laughs) while. I am, too. Now, are you digging the hole out here
8: for the tree? Oh, yeah. I like to get the trees small and let them do the
3: work. There you go. Okay.
8: (laughs) Because I can go down about two feet, you know, and that's, I'm pulling out rocks. Yeah,
4: jackass. Big rocks.
3: Yeah.
8: Yeah.
2: It is tough to plant them for sure. You
3: might be able to, I don't know, well, if they get bubber Desert Willow out of uh, Arizona, they may have some smaller ones here. I don't know when they get them in. You can ask to Trace mm-hmm. yeah. when the best time to get a smaller desert willow would be. Okay. And Bubba. You only want
2: Bubba.
8: Okay. I'll yeah. remember don't to let them for send Bubba. you anything else. Yeah, that's it's a great that's variety. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just shake, shake
2: your head even, you know, and pretend that's Yeah, right. it's good yeah. to
8: see you because I hear you on the radio all the time. Oh, oh Thank oh, you, you know. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you should be on, on uh, TV because, you know. We were, we're three good looking guys here. Oh, <laughs> nice. Yeah, Look back
4: back
2: when we were good looking, we were right, on TV. Yeah. Yeah. Back in the old
8: days.
1: All right. Great. Uh, good man. luck. Thank you very much. Appreciate Thank it. Thank you, sir. Yeah, thanks for coming to Super You can just set it down. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Come back in a moment. 210-308-8867. More of Milburgers Gardening South Texas coming up. Live from Milberger's Landscaping and Nursery at 1604 on Boulevard Road with Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch. I'm Milton Glick. This is 930 AM The answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening Sound, Texas, where musically, between each break, we are celebrating the rain we got last week. Uh, so 210-308-8867, go Spider-Man Pest. That's the website where you can find out all about everything that Spider-Man does and read some great, outstanding reviews. Go pestcom If it's bugging you in the house, oh, Spider-Man can help you get rid of it. And he's talking right now about the Formosan termites and all that, so you can... Uh, if you've got problems with anything that's a pest in your house, uh, except for in-laws or uh, family members who won't move oh, out. He, yeah, can't, that's he, can't. Why he
3: hung up on me when I
1: know, nah, he No, no, he can't help you with that. <laughs> but he can help you with just about everything else from rats to roaches and uh, scorpions, fleas, you name it.
3: He can help you. I are those Formosan termites, are they illegal aliens?
1: I don't know. I don't know where they're from. What well, Are they South American termites? Formosan?
2: Well, they were t- we were trying to talk the Chinese into accepting the Formosan termites <laughs> instead of the, c- the country of Taiwan.
1: <laughs> this is very confusing. So, anyway, you don't want them. Don't want So, the uh, they apparently do some damage. Well, remember, they, anyway, I'll, uh, we'll, we'll finish talking about spider man Two one zero six five six thirty seven twenty one. I bet you if Spider-Man's listening, he will call us and tell us where they're from. How they got oh, here. He might tell us Formotion. to shut up about yeah. it. Yeah. One, he might do that. Term yeah, term. Very well could. 210-656-3721. 210 yeah, 656 It was too complex for me. Uh, GoSpiderManPest.com. Do Fem- you know
3: Fem- where Formosa is? No. Where's Formosa? Taiwan. Oh, What's okay.
1: That? Oh. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. I think I'm getting the name right. And that's that's like what we used to...
2: Oh, yeah, you are. That's old-timers. That's what we used to call
1: Oh, Taiwanese uh, termites? No. Oh. <laughs> Formosa termites. Let's but move Formosa on.
3: Formosa sounds better, though. Really.
1: Okay. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. And toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. What oh. else is going on, gentlemen?
3: Okay. Well done. I tried to be patient with Neil. Fair but he is about to split the blanket. Since when?
2: <laughs> I see. I he saw. has
3: split the blanket with his last.
2: Uh, uh, let's see, see if it's the same one that kind of. <laughs> I had a negative reaction. No,
3: it's, it's not in the paper. It's useless. Oh. The newsletter. oh.
2: Well, so there is one see, in the paper. I'll bet prim- you react <laughs> the same
3: way I did. Prime time for pre emergence. Prime the time heading. for
1: pre emergence, okay?
3: The next two weeks are your only chance to avoid Grass, grassy weeds that will plague a majority of Texas lawn early next spring. Miss this treatment and you will have blown it. I'll give you the important details. Then he has a has a photo in there. Mm-hmm. He says annual bluegrass is a national scourge. I think uh, that means something bad.
1: Yes, it does. <laughs>
3: This is a, a Facebook friend shared this terrible outbreak of annual bluegrass in his backyard. An application of pre-emergent granules made in the next 2 weeks can avoid most if not all of this. Now, why in the hell would you want to avoid annual bluegrass? It's beautiful. Uh Says, Andrew so Ry- who tree-
2: should we agree with? <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah. I don't know. He, <laughs> Andrew
2: Rugras- he was saying
1: nice things about <laughs> Neil last week. And now-
3: <laughs> Andrew Graz- ryegrass and annual bluegrass growing in the early spring lawn could both have been stopped before they ever got started with an application made between <laughs> August 25th and September 5th, a couple of weeks later in South Texas. Now, So what that tells you is if you want annual bluegrass, uh, you don't need to be putting that stuff down. Uh, It says annual bluegrass is a small weed. No, it's a grass, bluegrass. A small weed growing almost as close to the ground as you care to mow. That's right. That's why it was used in golf courses. It's known for producing scores of seed heads and thousands of seed that's good annual grassy weeds and lawns can only be prevented and the good news is <laughs> uh, once their, their seeds start to sprout about uh, uh, once temperatures fall into the low into the sixties once the days get shorter and fall rains commence they, once they have started to sprout it's too late to treat you will hear mention made that annual bluegrass developing a partial resistance to the three uh, emergence and others from that same category, and that as far as the homeowners is concerned, they're they're developing resistance to the to the herbicides you could use, but it fits into our. Sustainable winter lawn. Sustainable winter lawn. Same thing. Well it's no. beautiful.
6: People don't want that.
3: Why not? They don't want a bluegrass lawn.
6: Not when it's not when you patchy have grass. Patchy here and patchy there. And then they got to go out and mow just a Mine little section.
3: solid. Solid bluegrass.
6: You're the you're the <laughs> exception, not the rule.
3: <laughs> well. Uh, uh, it's been a lot. That's
1: that's the way he's generally described. Yes, <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. uh, uh, and there's I, always a thank goodness over here. Yeah. <laughs> but my uh, my gra-
3: ground is bare. I didn't have any my, bluegrass last year, but this
2: year I got I got bare ground. Which I, yeah, my ground is ba- uh, bare too. But that rain. I mean, what is it like? Four days after the rain, and already <laughs> I'm starting to see. St. Augustine grass, Bermuda grass, and oh. and some of the winter weeds. Yeah. So yeah. if you're going to use uh, one of the crew or dimension, yeah. you better get it down quick. Yeah, that's what needs
3: so, to. so
6: maybe you should write an article for next weekend.
2: I wrote it for uh, last weekend. Oh,
6: okay. <laughs> maybe you should do it again.
2: Um, More
5: on. I already have mesquite. I already yeah.
2: have. But the, the weekend after, I might be able to.
3: Anyway, getting back to Calvin's
2: article
4: about vegetables. And Wait,
2: did
1: you want to express the other? Since
2: oh, I just I, we're what picking I, on when Neil saw right now. It, when I oh. Neil had a, a photo of a uh, I think I believe it was an oak tree in the in the paper. Uh, on a photo a, of what? Uh, a, oak tree mic. with a big scar. Talk in the mic, Jerry. We can't hear you. And it's a, it's a it's it looks to me like it's a classic sunburn or yeah it does it, it, uh, it could have been the original inj- injury could have been a mower or a tractor truck yeah. running into it yeah and then the the wound uh got you know it's wide open to the sun but in the in the text that he was talking about other uh, causes of the uh the problem rather than that big that huge uh, scar there, which I, you know, what I interpret that, that those big scars like that they really uh, slow down the growth rate, and I think we've seen them in many landscapes where you have one that's not wounded, close to one that is wounded, or and the growth rate and the performance is just not comparable. I mean, it's still still acceptable. It's a shade tree; it doesn't have to grow real fast, but yeah. You, you you prefer one that is uh, putting more growth on. Yep. But uh, that that's that is uh, if you want to look at that. Jerry and I are quite often, and uh, t- uh, trace them uh, when I'll we get call, calls on uh, uh, from listeners. Quite often they're talking about those those kind of s- scars on on the trees. See, oh, and. Uh, uh, that's, uh, that's really pretty common. Fruit yeah. trees, Texas red oak. This, this was a Texas mm. red oak, and that's a that, that's the variety. Seems yeah, that's it classic. It seems yeah. like everybody's mentioning that one, for suns call. And pistache. Yeah, you're right. Chinese pistache, pistache, too. It's got that same kind of wound. And I noticed
3: we have some some wrapping tape in there for the trunks. To keep it from sun-suck all day.
2: boy, and I def definitely would put that stuff on your on fruit trees. Yeah, any some kind of protection there because they're real susceptible. And then that's one of the reasons why we don't prune fruit trees as clean as we used to. Too, we let we let some of that messy, yeah, trashy trunk, trashy trunk. <laughs> we let that let the, some of those short branches grow so that they protect that. Yeah, no. in the vascular system
3: also, right. also uh Neil mentions uh crape myrtle sprouts carpeting the yard <laughs> this guy guy, person could have a whole yard of crape myrtles blooming out there is that what eventually would happen yeah and uh Possibly. Neil, okay crape myrtles uh, sprouts so they had a sp- crepe myrtle removed. And now those sprouts are coming up all over the yard. Uh, I've told y'all about the story that I had some all oh, back when we were first doing crank marrows, I had about four in uh 50, 20, 30 gallon pots in in the ditch behind my house for years several years.
6: I think we'd find Jimmy Hoffa in his uh, Yeah, <laughs> He's in the fridge. And, they,
3: and uh, then when I moved them the crape myrtles out of those pots, I just popped them out right... I dug around where the pot was, plastic pot. And w- w- within, within a year, I had some pretty good growing crepe uh, myrtles of those same varieties. So they're root-printed. And... <laughs> The interesting thing about that is, uh, he, uh, those those trees now stand thirty feet tall, oh, thirty wow. forty feet tall. They bloom pretty in the ditch, solid stone. You
1: got a great ditch. Yep. All right, we're gonna get ready to take a break, and I don't know why I didn't. It's so weird. So I was still thinking about the Formosa thing, and I thought, <laughs> oh, there's the restaurant. The, Chinese restaurant, Formosa Gardens. Formosa Gardens yes. Why didn't I put that together with the termites?
4: Because
1: <laughs> <laughs> they asked me where they were, he, Jerry asked me where they were from. And I was like, I, I don't know. Didn't did not put it together.
2: I thought Jerry and I were talking about the East Asian country. OK,
1: well, where what is Formosa Gardens refer to? A
2: and, restaurant.
1: Right. I, <laughs> OK, we're going to stop talking about this. I'm gonna take a break. 210-308-8867. 210 308 More of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up on, on 930 a.m. The Answer.
0: We're back with Milberger's Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 a.m. The Answer.
1: And welcome back to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 930 a.m. The Answer. 210-308-8867. 210 308 Eighty-eight sixty-seven and toll free 866 308 88 the number to call to be a part of the show <laughs> you're gonna pick on neil some more or are you done
3: no uh what, what what kind of uh indian hawthorn did you call it trace what did you guess, say did you
6: beauty would be one that got really big hmm. okay yeah, uh, that, that
3: he's got an article, but I mean, he's got a question about that. Neil, does. Says, this plant was in our landscape when we bought our house new, new, 30 years ago. Called in February 2021, hurt it badly. Will it survive? What is it? And Neil says, I believe it's majestic beauty Indian Hawthorn. That plant was on the market back then and still is, although it's never been very widely used. It's about triple the size of other Indian hawthorns that subsequently became so popular before endosporium fungal leaf spot began to kill them out. Uh, this plant has been hurt by the cold and by insects, and I'm sure by this year's dr- drought. you ask my opinion, I would plan on replacing it. It, Even if it survives, it won't look like much.
2: Did you? Uh, I didn't. Uh, now the fungus is affecting the the regular Indian hawthorn, but I I thought that the, the, it, it the don't hurt Chinese. Yeah, it didn't hurt the Chinese.
6: Yeah. So that, that was my uh, my comment. I was about to make too. So uh, the majestic beauty hawthorn uh, doesn't get the the forum like the other ones.
2: Yeah. So there's. I those are actually two good plants to use in the on the in, within a shrub border on the edge and
6: and uh. copper tone loquat's a good one too.
2: Yeah, She'll give you that so then, big and
6: that kind of color.
2: Mm-hmm. Was she the one that didn't like loquat?
6: Well, it's not a real loquat. I mean, it looks more like a cross between a hawthorn and a loquat. No, it was the other guy that didn't want
2: the fruit. Oh, okay. That didn't. Oh yeah, that's right. Well,
6: that's different. It's different plant. It's it's uh, Capitone loquat. It's not loquat.
3: Okay. Loquat. Just it's just stole the
2: name, I guess.
3: Neil has a question about sago palms. It said I have sago palms that have weathered the cold in South Texas for the past two winters, despite the uh, recommendation by some radio people
6: to kiss them goodbye.
3: Kiss them goodbye. Uh, would I it, know he's going would it help keep? <laughs> would it help them in future winters if I pruned off all their leaves <laughs> in the fall, so I could cover them more successfully? She loves her Indian. horse. She loves her sago palms. Neil says that would set them back dramatically. No. If if they survive February 2021, they should make it through almost anything else. <laughs> I think he's right.
6: So my answer is the foliage provides uh, more dead air space, which stays warmer. Yeah. So cover it with the foliage and then cut off whatever gets messed up.
3: Yeah. You would be much better off investing in a wide sheet of frost cloth that you could secure over the tops in the event of a repeat that, of that cold spell. But let's hope it won't happen again for many decades. Hmm. But not say that, Neil, even though we've had a couple of hundred-year freezes. Uh, let's see. You haven't gotten uh, all of the coal crops in yet. I haven't ever. gotten
6: any of the cold crops oh, in yet. Oh, not yet. That, that
3: fits into all. Next week. Now, do you have any uh, Crawford lettuce seed? I do. You pretty, do? Pretty sure. Good. Because if not, his refrigerator has... Well, I can always use some more. <laughs> no, it doesn't. I
1: think David uh, has all. Uh-oh.
6: And I, I still think we need to get that, that yeah. NASA guy back on.
1: <laughs> okay. But We'll get some, and then as soon as we know we have some, I'll...
2: <laughs> we can, we can uh, debate whether we want to plant it now or wait a little while if we remember our yeah. experience last year.
3: Yeah, I was going to say... Uh, you probably want to... We might, might ought to use the old adage that we used to use with the spinach. His old Latin teacher used to if say you, this. <laughs> if, you, uh, if you take your spinach seed out and you walk around the garden twice, maybe once sometime, and you feel sweat on your forehead, don't plant it. It okay. ain't coming up. Now, And that's true even in greenhouses, too. When the growers started growing spinach, uh, they realized they couldn't do any better than when the weather broke. They would have to, they tried to put them in the refrigerator and everything else.
2: But uh, Yeah, I I mentioned in there that the the transplants are best to use and wait until, uh, I think I said end of October or November. Yeah, that's probably right.
3: And that sure not, surely not coming up with, a, with that moisture. So, um, so but if you well, have... heck,
2: we got... Some if, of us got an inch and a half. Yeah, there, right? yeah. 210
1: 308 210 308 Give us a call. Tell us what's going on in your gardening world. Did you want to put on your headset?
3: Oh. <laughs> one. I can't hear a damn thing. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> I'm used to not hearing a lot. uh, Uh, Can you
1: hear me now, Melton? No, we could always hear you. Look at that. Can you hear us now?
3: Yeah,
2: a lot better.
1: Okay. But
2: (laughs) but, uh, uh, I see, Trace, it looks like we've got, uh, um, oh, the creeping, oh, gosh, help me, Uh, in in front of the tomatoes.
6: Rosemary yeah, yeah the rosemary upright and trailing right yeah there.
2: what 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 kind of uh response what, when gardeners look at that what are what are they trying to accomplish when they purchase those kind of
6: well, I sold some to a young lady this morning that wanted to, she wanted the trailing variety and she wanted different things for different pots all in the sun, but she wanted them to trail over the side
2: yeah I think I've seen some some of the most attractive ground covers have been that trailing rosemary on like on on uh, Little the walls, yeah,
6: it blooms pretty too. Yeah, it's so, very, so we, very did, uh, we did trailing rosemary, we did silver pony foot, uh, we did a trailing plumbago, we did some purslane, some sedum. She had a bunch of pots, so we did oh. quite a few, quite a few things.
2: And you could cook with it too, right?
6: I don't see why not. Black, <laughs> Blackfoot Daisy, she did that.
2: Yeah, there. That's always. So many folks say they. They well, the, one of their favorite plants is Blackfoot Daisy. I always ask, "Have you grown it?" <laughs> and they say, "Well, not not successfully yet." But. <laughs> well, it's
3: it's, it's better to be established, so you can cut it back a little bit and keep it smaller. Well, we
2: cover cover things so the deer won't eat them. We should cover mm. Blackfoot Daisy so nobody waters them. There you go.
6: Mine does pretty well
2: now how do you how do you take care of it how much do you water it
6: i don't my wife does everything (laughs) so uh we planted that with some angelonia and some skullcap and i still have a little bit of angelonia but the blackfoot daisy took over just about everything
2: they don't. yeah blooming It's it's still blooming right now oh
6: you bet beautiful
2: and a deer won't touch it i don't have deer oh you want some (laughs) <laughs> and uh, then uh we got we we're noticing that that we've got some misflower still here too yes we do misflower and of course we've got lots new, of porter new, porter weed
6: new shipment of butterfly weed
2: yeah and so so we're gonna be you can be uh help the the monarchs and the other butterflies in the fall we still got a pretty busy fall what is it september october november and of course, the butterflies are here all the time, but the yeah. majority are going to st- still be here for those uh, three months. And then, your uh, if you put if you put your milkweed in, and even if you prune it back, like it's it's uh, recommended, so that we don't encourage the nesting in the fall, it'll be uh, available for next spring when the when the monarchs come back too. So uh, it's good, to, you know. Recommending that you kind of plan on what would be ideal for for monarchs and contributing to their success in the initiative, and all the plants a lot of the plants that would fit that uh, plan are, are here available at milford's and plus we have the certified butterfly but, you know another thing over there in the certified uh, Butterfly. You got to walk fast
6: through it because some of those plants might overtake you. Yeah, <laughs> at, uh, the uh, fro- frog fruit. Yep. It's frog
2: fruit is taken. I've never seen frog fruit take over like that. <laughs> we, we used to have be kind of half frog fruit and half our uh, uh, horse herb. Yeah. Right now the frog fruit is yeah. taken
3: I haven't off. got any horse herb. I wonder if that. Do you, might, do you want some? <laughs> have you got it in pots? I
6: probably could get see some in pots.
3: No, I, I'm I'm confident that I've got seed there on the ground, just waiting for the right weather conditions. Well,
6: you ought to see it the next week or two then.
3: <laughs> Not of. at my house. I didn't. I barely got enough rainfall to you, grow allergy, you, algae. Algae and you. My. You
6: keep leaving your window open, and I promise you, you'll get enough <laughs> rain for it to sprout.
3: Yeah, but that'll mess my truck up too.
2: Anyway, uh, let's see. What did I go say? Uh, well, he's thinking of that. Trace, tell us about this plant that it, it resembles. What is that called? Ghost? Something?
6: Yeah, I don't remember. I bought it several weeks ago. Let me grab one.
2: Okay. All
6: right, we're gonna <laughs> introduce <laughs> you to a new plant now.
2: It looks like it looks a lot like a fire bush, but kind of a.
1: Yeah, but Mary was telling us some name. It wasn't. I think we. Maybe you thought it was a variety of firebush. So it's a hummingbird bush. Hummingbird
3: bush, yeah. Oh. No, it's not a variety of firebush.
2: Okay.
3: Got a similar bloom, but not, even close. No. not in its genus the
2: species. It's called a Mexican hummingbird bush. So it's got, it's got, if you, uh, it has kind of a uh, low water use look. Yeah, it yeah. probably is. It, yeah. uh,
4: like it a, seems to like bloom
3: a, more in the, fall, looks like, in the fall. Looks like it would work well Uh-oh. with... Uh, Uh-oh. Oh, there's the information.
2: Another name is Uruguayan firecracker plant.
3: You know where that's from, Milton? Formosa? Yeah. That's uh-huh.
2: sort of thing. <laughs> but that, that looks like it would uh, do well with... Uh, uh, you I have to talk in the, the mic. Those, some of the salvias... And, yeah. uh, and uh and
3: that, that fuzzy leaf uh means that it's we're not hospitable to uh insects but I, it's a, it's a, I, I think it's a I mean it's a native to where I'm at.
2: You're Uruguay uh,
3: for most
2: <laughs> no <laughs> uh,
3: where, where can you where can you see some of it growing? What wow. beautiful and beautiful landscape for most.
1: Okay, enough, enough.
3: <laughs> uh, one of the caverns just- this week in the garden says, uh, "Let's see." They're talking about it. it's time to prune unwanted seedlings such as hackberries, mulberries and legustrum from your landscape and apply cut vine and stump killer to the fresh cut on root side to prevent re-sprouting. Now, you know, Neil was talking about that uh, sprouting uh, crape myrtles. I bet that would work on crape myrtles as well.
6: I bet it would, but I bet it would take years.
3: I'm talking about the sprouts.
6: Right, but there's... You think so? I I think there's so much root system out there that has a chance to come back. Uh, I would expect it to take years of doing something like that for it to actually get enough of it to kill them all. (laughs) You know, so what would,
2: uh, though, I mean, what wouldn't take years to do? Would you spray?
6: Well, some things you're never done with. Uh, you (laughs) you, You can do your hackberries and then... A month later, you get more seeds sprouting. So mm-hmm. was it the other ones coming back or was it the seeds? It, it was the seeds.
2: Now, I had a, had a you know, we're building that uh, uh, education resource center uh, in my uh, neighborhood and we're surrounded by bamboo, our lot is mm. surrounded by bamboo. And uh, I kind of introduced them to the use of remedy. And uh, I, I did half the it's about an acre i did half of it where we're, we're building the building and it worked really well when that when the the bamboo was young and there was moisture mm-hmm. this was a year or so ago and uh and then i did it then i sprayed again when it was kind of dried out didn't phase it much but the uh, one of the neighbors then was impressed by the first spraying so he got himself some and sprayed uh, sprayed the remaining part. And it took almost all of it out. And I was trying to figure out what, when is it effective and when is it not effective? Bamboo was so, so tough. But uh, part of what we, when we evaluated its performance, uh, we, you know, it, it came through it. If it was growing vigorously mm-hmm. and uh, was relatively new wood, uh, then the remedy worked really yeah, well. Yeah. If it was uh, it had been sitting there and been baked and <laughs> and then hardened, yeah, it didn't uh, didn't phase it. But that uh, uh, so and of course what we're talking about too is the active ingredient in remedy is The same active ingredient that is is in our cut vine and stump killer. Yep. And uh, instead of applying it gets kind of old it's just like the crepe myrtle gets kind of old applying it to every crepe myrtle stem mm. out there but it gets kind of old applying it to every bamboo stem too so if you can spray it yeah mm. and uh, then that works but you also have to keep in mind that how, how important the weather conditions are the growth growth pattern and especially yeah. with something like bamboo
3: that's almost true for every herbicide yeah, you're right. Especially contact her with that. you're right. The, uh, uh, oh yeah, I was gonna say y'all, uh, you know I've got floor Town, St. Augustine in my front yard half for forty years. And uh, so I didn't mind in water. And uh, but the, I've got a lot of oak sprouts that I've been using as uh, ground cover. That I mowed. and when I had the little bit of rain that I had, those tenths of an inch, that those oak sprouts came back nice. Huh. But the floor tim still hadn't greened up yet. So he's all
6: right, the, he's the only one I know that gets happy about oak sprouts.
2: Uh,
6: <laughs>
3: well, we they're well now they're green.
2: <laughs> this, this is the same guy that gets excited about the annual bluegrass. This there sure you to, go.
1: We are going to take a break. So while we do, you call us at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. We have more of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up live from Milberger's Landscape and Nursery, 1604 on boulevardy Road on 930 AM, The Answer.
4: Dance to the music, celebrate, celebrate, dance to the music,
1: celebrate. And welcome celebrate. back to Milberger's Garden to in South Texas, where we're celebrating dance. last week's rain. Uh, hey, listen, though, uh, if you don't want, uh, if you want to make sure that the uh, plants you have, those trees are uh, taken care of and that root ball or the uh, drip line gets watered, uh, tree hugger sprinkler the way to go. In fact, we talked to the folks at Tree Treehugger uh, this week. They came into the office, had a nice conversation, and people are gobbling them up. Um, and For they, well,
2: Thanksgiving?
1: Really, they're gobbling them up for Thanksgiving. Yeah, right. So how, yeah.
2: how does the water get, once they've swallowed those things, how does the water get? I'll to have st- to have them plant. on and explain yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. It, <laughs> oh, man,
1: they are buying lots of them. In fact, they're all the way up to Alaska, which I thought was interesting. But what it does is it, it's a hard plastic sprinkler. Uh, and it has a little hinge on it, so you oh, open up the hinge, and then you close it around the, the, the tree that you want. There are three different sizes, 7, 11, and 15-inch, so you can uh, choose the, uh, the uh, width of the tree that you need it for, and then you turn it up a little bit, uh, and it uh, waters the uh, root ball, and you turn it up a lot, and it waters the, uh, the drip line. And I, I liked mine for a couple reasons, or still like it, because uh, I was able to use it on my watering day and just uh, let it thoroughly soak into the yard just, just using a little at a time and moving it a little bit at a time so yeah, it's a real efficient way to water uh, whether it's basically it's designed for trees but uh, you like Jerry did, you could find other uses for it as well uh, Tree hugger Sprinklers, go to treehuggersprinklers.com treehuggersprinklers.com and you can learn more, but you find them right here at Mill Burgers you can find them at H-E-B uh, and that's the best ways to get them right here in town. All right, 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. I don't understand
3: the duck thing. I'm looking for that.
1: Are oh, you looking for ducks? Oh, are you ready to...
2: Are they... Do you are, feel like you're in a blind? Are they supposed yeah. to be ravens or ducks?
1: No, I think that was a duck. Yeah. I don't know that was,
4: that was.
2: a
3: duck, yeah.
4: Yeah. Uh,
2: nope. <laughs> okay, thank you, Al.
1: <laughs> <laughs> thank you. He must
3: like ducks.
1: I think he does.
3: <laughs> the... Uh,
2: He's confused us all. He he's, not, he's not hitting the bottle now. <laughs> I don't know.
1: He's hitting the ducks,
3: <laughs> like I like I used to tell, ask my mother when she'd call and said one of her older friends fell. Yeah. And I said, I always say, is she drinking again, Mother?
1: No, that probably didn't go
3: over well. Well. <laughs> Mother was older too, and she didn't pick up on it right quick. So she'd say, "No, Jerry, she's not drinking again."
1: Yeah. Oh, again?
3: Uh, <laughs> she she never stopped. And, and I would yeah. say, "Again," <laughs> and she'd say, "Don't you ever talk to her that way?" Yeah.
4: <laughs>
1: Your mama so I, had the I, right I, idea. I
3: couldn't help it. To. All right.
1: 210 308 Oh, what did you think this was? Hold on. Yeah, I'm going to hold the picture up to the radio and you you and Mark identified it.
2: I th- I just uh th- I was with him. I thought it was just a salvia. Of some it's guy. mass
3: it's mass uh, mat. Uh, wait What it meant? Majestic John okay. salvia.
1: Oh, it's very pretty. Yeah.
3: A deep, it's, it's a deep new. Deep it's, it's a, a disciplined uh, one. Yeah, it's oh. it's uh, it started with uh, indigo spires, and uh, now there came came. That's an all American winner or something. Oh, is it really? It's wow! A, for a couple of years ago, cool. I, I think it's a superstar. We'll have to majestic out. spear Maj- majestic
1: <laughs> spires.
2: <laughs> yeah, majestic spires.
1: I majestic mean, spire What well it's and got we?
2: it's more it's more uh lush than victoria Vi- oh yeah 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 victoria's g- nice discipline but it's not nearly as
3: uh, yeah not uh, got bigger blooms yeah. this has got bigger blooms yeah well, this was planted in sure in a, a this, a this is near super downtown superstar. i'm, I'm sure it's a superstar okay but anyway uh uh Cal- look at the, the calvin's article about uh uh coal crops <laughs> hoping for cold crops, uh, uh, the, uh, broccoli, of course, is everybody's favorite, mm-hmm. and uh, the thing about our green magic broccoli, uh, that was tested in hot weather, a lot of times broccoli doesn't do well in hot weather, does well in uh, European countries and Egypt and wherever. But uh this this uh broccoli that we sell England. on this market, yeah, England. Big time in England, uh does well, even if you plant it in when it's hot right now. Uh because it'll it'll produce a head, smaller head faster when it's planted hot like this. But the ideal growing conditions is Around Christmas, Thanksgiving, and Christmas. So, the, if you plant broccoli now, uh, it'll it'll probably be ready in uh, sixty days, which, will, as Calvin indicates, you'll be able to uh, harvest by Thanksgiving. Is that right? Yeah, sixty days from today.
2: Then we also every time we mention the coal crops, we mention be ready for the. Uh, Get the BT ready for the our uh, cabbage loopers because yeah. they'll be there. If you see a
3: white moth out there, that's not a migrating butterfly.
2: That's laying eggs of the
3: cabbage loopers and
2: things. Oh. that's one of the things you, in gardening that you can't really delay or you're yeah. you're doomed. I mean, they, they they'll they'll consume. Uh, uh, Growing <laughs> a garden of uh, broccoli pretty fast.
3: Yeah, you pre- you, you, it's not like I always said, it's, it's not a matter of if they're going to show up. When. It's going vari- ver- a matter of when they're going to show up, because normally they show up. Now, we'll always already say this for maybe the people that haven't grown broccoli in the coal crops before down here. Uh, they are they're customarily do not have holes in the leaves. They don't come with holy leaves, Smith. <laughs> uh, so so uh, if you see holes in the leaves, there's really only one reason that uh, they're there, and that's because you ha- have had ca- cabbage looper and probably still do have. Mm. They will keep eating it, to you may you may move from one hole to
2: one big hole that takes in the whole leaf so uh and I think we've got about uh, t- two uh, varieties of uh, bt here and every single nursery has got oh yeah bt and any place that sells gardening supplies will have uh, bt Di- Dipel, Bio bioworm killer yeah it's a lot of different varieties
3: and it's thu uh, thuricide. Should be yeah, called, I don't know if is still on the market, yeah. but uh, one th- one thing about it, you know, uh, it's completely organic. And so, how does it kill the worms, Milton? I don't know, Jerry. <laughs> I know what
1: you're going to say. Yeah, I'm well, not going to
3: help you. We've helped you with it. We've had helped you with it. I learned that. But one thing I'll mention while it's still hot uh if you got cool crops cabbage and uh, broccoli cauliflower and that stuff uh the uh you you want to apply that stuff the bt products uh, either late in the evening or very early in the morning cuz it's heat sensitive meaning that it will there's there's uh its bacteria in there And that will be, the sunlight will, uh, you know, burn it up, will kill the pathogens in there. But anyway, it's a very good product, and uh, it's completely organic. Milton could drink some, and it would not hurt him. But he's not going to.
4: Oh, okay. Okay. Okay.
3: uh, You used to be so adventurous on this show, you know. No. Deal with uh, black bear bitter bugs. I've learned my lesson. (laughs) (laughs) Can't pull
1: it up over in Milton anymore. And I do have information when you're ready on the Majestic Spire.
3: Okay. Go ahead.
1: Is it a superstar? Majestic Spire's Improved was named a 2018 Texas superstar Mm -hmm. plant. by Texas A&M AgriLife Research and Texas A&M AgriLife Extension. There you go. Service horticulturalists uh, after a year of field trials around the state. Oh, okay. Texas Extension Service horticulturalists after a year of field trials around the state. The original Majestic Spire Blue Salvia was tested in field trials throughout the state of Texas for four years.
3: Yeah. It is. It was spectacular when, during the test. Uh, <clears throat> then, uh, Kevin's recommending plant root crops such as beets, carrots, radishes, rutabagas. Oh. I bet there's going to be a run on the rutabaga seed again.
1: Yeah, we get those uh, transplants in. We're not going to keep them for very long. Yeah,
3: and turnips by seed. Now, one thing about, uh, I think carrots is fairly easy to get up in hot weather. But uh, you can have problems with carrots sometimes. But uh, the best carrots that uh, we were grown in, the is used to grow thousands, well, let's see, over a thousand acres of uh, carrots here wow. in the, for the winter. But uh, And uh, the carrot was so sweet, they would use it in the baby food, Gerber baby food for the babies. And uh, the neat thing about carrots here in the winter is you plant them late in the fall. uh, And then the carrots mature, and then uh, you can store them in the ground. And uh, use them as you need them.
2: And they they retain that sweet taste? Oh,
3: yeah, the sweeter, the, the yeah. colder the soil, cooler the soil, sweeter the carrot. I used to never like to eat fresh carrots, but uh, I got to fooling around out there with the Uh They, <laughs> I would go in there and eat them right off the conveyor baths, the sweetest sugar. Yeah. And that's what all the babies liked them they grew those. <laughs> they grew them to the point that those carrots are so big, huge, and that's what they ground up to use baby, make baby hmm. food out of. And uh, and that now that we've got BT products and other BT forms, they don't have to use uh, any insecticide to uh, to control the uh, problems that they might have. And then lettuce provides greens for winter meals. Leaf lettuce is the easiest lettuce to grow. That's right. For years, they tried to grow uh, head lettuce like could get out of California, and they're using the salad bars.. Mm-hmm. But uh, the, the some, some years they would freeze, and most years, they didn't do very well. okay. And they, they were bitter. But then then along comes Crawford Lettuce seed, <laughs> which uh, people tell me that that stupid stuff is sweet uh, or not bitter even when it's blooming and seeding, producing the seed. And uh, once you plant it, get ready for it to come back year after year after year.
2: Yeah, the crew at the KSAT, when Steve Brown and I for all those years we're working on the garden, <laughs> we'd go, you know, go out there to do a show and everybody come outside and have take a few pieces of uh, Crawford up. lettuce, yeah. yeah, and have a little, yeah, yeah. it's still great. It's
3: still good, yeah, it's still is. <laughs> <laughs> and that And uh, that's the neat thing about that is that uh, the more leaves you take off of it like that, the bigger it'll grow and nicer it'll grow. So that's been a good
2: lettuce, too. And that, uh, but the, we're just reminding everybody that it, uh, in weather like this, it might be a little slower to germinate. Oh, yeah. Because last year we were faced with that. It took us a while well, once to get it to germinate, and uh, I think we're going to probably be faced with we the same thing this year.
3: Yeah, we were thinking about having old seed and... Uh, yeah. People planting it too deep. That's People, right. Yeah, yeah we, we, we the key is to plant the seed right on top. Right on the, the top. Ground.
2: And then somebody would call in and says, My seed hasn't come up yet. And the first thing we'd be suspect suspect would be you, you buried it, right? And, no, I absolutely did not bury it. <laughs> but it was just slow with the Oh, the, is
1: that oh. Same thing? Here, grab grab the mic.
4: <laughs>
1: All right. Trace is working hard to identify the Right, it looks
2: point. like he maybe ran on to, to uh, the bot, botanical center to see what. The, I think he went what there. What did you? What was your conclusion there, Trace?
6: Well, if you think it's what I just brought the leaf of, that is a copper tone loquat.
2: Huh. Gosh, it's close, isn't it?
6: Yeah, it's pretty close.
2: Uh, do you want to show Jerry, yeah.
3: is that it's, me? It's, no, <laughs> you're okay. Yeah, it's got that uh, serrated uh, side
2: of the leaf. As that the, the the one he brought has got is more defined, but that would be explained by the fact that this. Well, mine's yeah, been
6: taken this, care of. Yeah, this one. Yeah, has, I, mean, I, I don't. This want one is like that, but it's sneaking a fact.
2: sneaking it's out Hamburg. of uh, after freeze damage.
3: Yep, that's what it is.
1: All right, which one? What was it called again?
6: Coppertone loquat.
1: Okay, you're gonna call Cindy.
6: Yeah. <laughs> All right.
1: It's not a real name. She wouldn't give us a real name. We had to make that up.
6: Do we have a number to call her? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> good job, Trace.
1: Oh, and I'll show mm-hmm. Trace and we'll get a, a third opinion, but I'm sure you're right after seeing the picture. Uh, well, we we, we she's we'll
2: she's a have, good gardener. See if you have She'll that. also well it'll also Well, it looks like Texas mention.
1: sage. That's what I thought too, but these guys say mystic uh
2: Mm-hmm. Majestic Beauty, uh, Indian hawthorn?
6: No, no, no. We're always looking at the... Uh... It's too grainy.
1: Oh, okay. I'll get another picture.
6: But I think they're right. It's a salvia. Yeah, that's what...
1: Do we have that? It's a Mystic Spires? Oh.
6: Well, we have different salvias that would be similar, but I don't... I'm not sure we have that exact one.
1: Okay. I'll keep looking. I'll put mm-hmm. it on the wish list. That gives us an opportunity to... Uh...
2: The wish, what is is like, the wish list. You uh, didn't like Jerry's diagnosis, diagnosis of that? No, no, no. I was just, Mar- oh, I was oh, that's a different one. Mark yeah, list. I was checking to see if we had it.
6: Our wish kids. list is yeah, for those obscure, hard-to-find plants or things that we would normally have. Yeah. And we don't for some reason.
1: Yeah, or don't have it yet. Yes. Because um, it's just not in the season. So
6: it's, uh, it's something we look at regularly. And if we can if we can find it and make it work for both of us, then then we'll do it.
2: It's also it's That's also amazing. Four nine seven
6: three seven six zero.
2: How much variation exists? You, you even a live oak tree. Oh yeah. When you compare a a seedling to a root a root stock to a, a established tree, I mean. Yeah. Uh, even veterans would sometimes say <laughs> that, uh, that is not. I can't be a live oak, but it yeah. turns out it's a live oak. That's just a lot of variation and then a lot of plants.
3: Right.
1: All right. We need to take a break. So 210-308-8867 is our number. You give us a call and tell us what's going on in your gardening world. We're uh, ready to answer some questions at 210-308-8867. More after this on 930 AM, The Answer. I just want
4: to celebrate another I just want to
1: back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 a.m. The answer Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons talking gardening with you when you call us at 210-308-8867 I don't yeah.
3: think those people have passed, man. Which one? They were just singing. Oh, okay. They sound too young to be passed. Okay. Okay. Thanks. Go ahead.
1: No, no, that's all I got. <laughs> what you got? So,
2: are you... Was this was this a conversation that was supposed to make sense? Uh, no, no, no. no.
1: <laughs> but thank you, for, yeah. thank you for listening.
2: Kevin, Kevin
3: writes in, or writes on is this week in the garden said, place containers of firebush and porterweed, on the sunny part of the patio to attract hummingbirds. That's the neat thing about uh, the, the, we got uh, firebush out here, and it's in full bloom. The hotter and drier that stupid thing gets, the better it blooms. Uh, in what? the shade, use pentas. Do we have pentas? Oh, yeah. I know we had them earlier. Oh, okay. I know we had <coughs> them earlier. Yeah. And fire spike, our fire spike. And I just checked with Trace, and he says we got plenty of fire spikes. And they're just beginning to bloom, which is about on schedule, because they've been watered. But uh, the reason you use fire spike and firebush, because firebush has got to be in the in the sun, or it will not bloom. If it smells shade, it won't bloom. And for shade, the fire spike, which is basically the same bloom, tubular bloom as uh, firebush, uh does well in the shade and blue but the only problem with fire spike the reason we hadn't made it a texas superstar is because uh it mainly blooms in the in the sum in the fall which is right when the hummingbirds and butterflies and things are coming through it's a good plant too but uh i was vetoed in that mountain on fire
2: spike being a Texas superstar I love that (laughs) plant this is in the this is in the old days no and uh,
3: anyway it wasn't me that beat to (laughs) it just just because it only blooms in the fall even though I told them that the snails and slugs won't eat it fire spike oh huh I don't guess they will eat fire bush either
2: I've never noticed a meeting. No, think about that. And it is uh, the one, uh, it had a tough year last year, but the the one I have on my patio, and I've had for 15, 16 Mm -hmm. years, blooming up a storm, and it's got that classic (laughs) shape (laughs) and the the size, you know, two and a half feet all the way around. uh, It's a wonderful container plant.
3: Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Now, when that first came out, we didn't think it was gonna be a good container plant because because of course it's a it's a native to Mexico plant and uh you put it in a container and you say, Well that's a drought tolerant plant. We don't won't need to water it as much. That's wrong. You almost have to water it more.
2: You do for in some a, reason in a container, yeah. <laughs> it's kinda of like you you water it the same almost as much as you water zinnias that are in yeah, containers yeah but well, uh it'll pay off for yeah. you yeah and uh jerry mentioned the fire bush is real drought tolerant out in the soil but in a container it's you gotta treat it like a zinnia wonder why that snapdragon a snapdragon you know? uh, the, the root, root system, system yeah. must
3: not be different yeah it's extensive the fire the root system once you plant it in the soil but I bet you the it's not a very fibrous root system. I never really have looked at a firebush root system. But uh, that explains why we're at the water so much. Uh, let me see. Oh, uh, I was reading the, the article about uh, winter plant and winter vegetables. And we, he mentions, Calvin mentions, spinach and onions are important parts of the winter garden. Absolutely. Some of my favorites. Plant spinach transplants in late October or early November. Wait until the end of
2: December to plant onion transplants. We're going to get, we'll get a lot of flack for saying that. <laughs> that's the, that's yeah. kind of the old, I, our old gardeners. us. That's yeah. when we plant them. But the last uh, few years, uh, they've been available much earlier than that, and there's been some success with it.
3: Oh, yeah. And I always thought maybe they would bolt or flower if you planted them real early because they would go into the winter with a large plant, Uh large diameter stem. But that hasn't been the case. Now, we're using new varieties which have been... Bread so that resistance to bol- bolting of flower So maybe that's some of the problem.
2: Yeah, so we'll, we'll have that, we'll continue that dialogue. Yeah. And then the, and I'm sure the, our uh, onion supplier will give us a lot of input and then we can, oh, and yeah. uh, our gardeners, all of you out there will, uh, some of you will want to start them a little earlier and we can kind of follow the progress and see yeah. see what happens. And uh, one of the reasons you don't plant
3: uh, uh, onions until uh, late December or November, November or December, uh, is because they don't plant the seed. When do they plant the seed of onion Beth?
4: Uh,
2: let's uh, see, when when would they plant ten fifteen? Yeah, uh, I thought that's
3: uh, when you harvested it.
4: You no, planted uh, it on October fifteenth. Uh, yes.
1: Okay.
2: You harvested it in June.
3: Oh following okay. June. But anyway, uh but I, I guess they're getting some of these new ones up uh to germinate better. A lot faster.
2: Well then they didn't they introduce mm-hmm. some some uh kind of Middle of the ground onions to us last year? Uh, yeah. Uh, some that were Short
3: sure day and uh, intermediate day. Yeah.
2: It's just what we need to and really the, get confused. So.
3: <laughs> and that intermediate day, one of the best onions that we found lately are, are in the intermediate day uh, range. And uh, candy, one called candy, it's a yellow onion, big. And it's an intermediate day, meaning that regular
2: uh, X and grano and those types—it just doesn't candy, just doesn't compare to granex, uh. granola.
4: <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: A red. Uh,
3: yeah, red. Uh, the red one that's red supposed trio, to be hot. Yeah. 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 Red creole, yeah. So that wonder if that guy's still alive. that called in and remember no. he wanted wanted a, you uh, got all these was, mild onions. He, he oh, I
1: know. Trace was agreeing with my thinking. Yeah. He had those sharp onions. Yeah,
3: the red creole. Yeah, and so I guess if, I hope they fit the bill.
2: <laughs> I, I have, even I kind of like red creole too, and is my it, wife, is it, Judy, pungent? Liked it because of the. It was uh, in some recipes. It was better to have a little, little onion yeah, flavor. Little yeah,
3: and you know A and M built buildings. Um, developing sweet Texas fifteen onion.
1: I understand that doesn't mean though that everybody wants that. It just means that a lot of people. It did.
3: doesn't matter what they want. They're <laughs> supposed to use what oh. we develop, Milton. Okay. And 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 they develop it in Hawaii. You know they oh, got wow. a Hawaii, Hawaii, uh, onion in uh, in Hawaii, and they they develop some up in. Noonday, Texas. You know where that is? Huh? Noonday?
1: No. Where is that?
3: I think it's in Pan Am.
1: Okay. I don't remember that. Up in
3: that era. Noonday. Okay. Uh, but then... uh, <laughs> And then some people oh, we're, we still want the pungent. Well, no. <laughs> going to get used to the mouth. Put some tobacco sauce on
1: no, it. No. There's, there's a difference. You get... You get a good sandwich from Whataburger with their onions on it. Uh-huh. I, don't know. I don't.
2: I don't think Jerry eats onions at all. Does he? Oh, oh does yeah, oh, I okay. like the sweet just ones. Just the Jerry sweet is.
1: ones. Big okay. time. Man, I like the ones that like just you bite into them, and whatever gases or whatever things f- they give off, just your your sinuses just clear oh. up, and you.
3: I thought you meant gases after you ate them. No, 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 no.
2: I thought you meant the gases when your hair stood. Uh-huh. Yeah, it could, could be that too. Some
1: of them are pretty sharp. <laughs>
3: Anyway, uh, so we get a kick out. You you want to know how to know when to plant spinach along uh, in this in this area? Hmm. When mail are selling spinach hmm. transplants. Oh. Okay. That means <laughs> that the grower was able to get was able to get them to germinate.
1: Okay. Yeah. Y'all have kind of. <laughs>
3: So that it's totally dependent on the weather, and, oh, and they you. will not germinate for the grower or the plant producer until the temperatures are right—cooler, cooler nighttime temperatures and daytime temperatures too. But anyway, then we got the kale out right there. Kale is recognized as one of the most nutritious vegetables, but some of us find it has an unpleasantly strong taste. Who wrote that? Amen. I didn't write that. I could have written that.
2: that. That's yours? Okay. (laughs) My my way to get around that is to mix it with Swiss chard or... uh, Yeah. Or uh, what's the other one? Collards. Yeah. Oh, okay.
3: Mix it with a milder tasting collards or Swiss chard for a pleasant taste and high nutrition. No. I'll wait for my spinach to get the high nutrition.
1: Somebody sent us something last year. It said kale had more nutrition than spinach.
3: That's what Greg Grant used to say.
1: And he doesn't say that anymore?
3: Uh, yeah, I, I used to write that spinach was the most nutritious Oh, place. he said kale is? Yeah, and he was being a smart person, uh-huh. as he used to.
1: <laughs> as, he, as he says he yeah, God, yeah.
2: He's so hard to get along with now. Yeah. Just, just think how he'll be when he gets his Ph.D. Uh, right.
1: Oh, Dr. Grant.
3: <laughs> and so... Greg who? Yeah. So yeah. I changed my description of spinach to be the most nutritious Edible. edible,
1: okay,
2: yeah. And that knocked kale out of it. Well, then these... The
3: However... S- there lots of people that are eating you kale. You remember they were e- they've were they they actually got kales that developed lot for of, eating. A lot of
2: different kales. They're named. And are uh, there's so many attractive uh, kales. Oh, too. yeah, yeah. Very, you know, nice in containers, nice in the garden. I don't know if that kale that we
3: were talking about about three or four years ago, made Texas superstars or not, don't remember. Uh-huh. But they, it was spectacular
2: blooming in the, in the, uh, in the fall. Okay. Well, Dennis, Dennis
1: will have to look for Texas superstar kale. Yeah. So,
2: yeah. In, the, uh, in the old days, it was sino- kale and collards are synonymous. Yeah, that's right. I was oh, getting wow. ready to say that.
4: <laughs> All right, we are going
1: to wrap it up for today, but we encourage you to come home by Mill Burgers at 1604 on Boulevard Road and do some shopping and have some fun. And we encourage you to tune in tomorrow from noon to 2 and listen to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Thanks to Al for doing a great job. Thanks to you for
0: listening. I'm Milton Glick. This is 930. 930-